0: Welcome to the podcast that's all about introducing the artists and the songs that show just how diverse Korean pop music is. This episode is an artist deep dive where I share the stories and highlights of an artist's life and their music so you can fully appreciate the person behind the artist as well as their work. Let's get into it. Wind back to 2008, an 18-year-old Korean-Australian teen starts uploading dance tutorial videos on YouTube. His passion for dance takes him from his childhood home of Australia to South Korea, where he debuts as a member of one of the many K-pop idol groups. But just a few years later, He's abandoned the idol persona completely, taking on the role of visual director until finally returning as a solo artist in 2020. He's the founding member of the creative collective DPR, the visual director and the singer-songwriter. DPR Ian is today's featured artist. Korean name Yubarum Barom, English name Christian Yu. DPR Ian was born in Sydney, Australia in 1990. In an interview with Teen Vogue, he shared that he was raised by his mom after his parents split when he was young. Growing up, various musical influences pointed him in the direction of the arts. He went to a performing arts school and played the drums in a heavy metal band. When asked about his childhood, he's also said that he was influenced by the musicals he saw growing up and the circuses that were going around towns in Australia. It's not unusual for people to get exposed to music and the arts at a young age, but D.P.R. Ian's interests in different forms of art seem to have culminated with his passion for dance. From 2008, when he was 18, he started uploading dance tutorial videos on his YouTube channel, going by the name bboybu. If you want to look up his videos, you still can. His channel, the old videos, his playlists still do exist. It was a different era. But you can also see how far he's come when you contrast those videos with the much more elaborate ones he has created later on. We will come back to these on this episode. This dance obsession would make him sneak out of the house at night to dance alone, until one day his mom followed him and found out what he was up to. And perhaps he's where he's at today because of what she did, She allowed him to give it a proper shot. He eventually left to South Korea to pursue dance, with no intention of becoming a K-pop group member, according to his response in an interview. But as fate would have it, he was street cast by an entertainment agency once he landed in Korea. And it was alright that he couldn't sing at first. They liked that he could dance. And with that... DPR Ian entered the world of K-pop idols. Taken from his Korean name Parum, he became Ro, the leader of K-pop group C-Clown. The six-member boy group debuted in 2012 and was the first idol group created by entertainment agency Yedang. Yedang was founded by a well-known producer who had made his way back in the 1980s, and helped bring about artists that were mega-hits in Korea like Jusu and Dulla. The company was even listed on the Korean stock exchange Kosdaq, in 2001, and even went into producing dramas and games as well. As one of the agency's new projects, C-Clown seems to have had some international fame. News articles from 2014 say that they sold out their 2000 seat concert in Japan, and that they even hit number 3 in an Asian pop chart in Bolivia, despite the competition from well-established K-pop groups. But the group didn't have a chance to go any further. C-Clown was perhaps particularly hard hit by the sudden death of the agency's CEO when they were less than a year into their debut. DPR-Ian also expressed in the Teen Vogue interview how hard it was being an idol group member under the so-called slave contracts, and how difficult it was to get out of it. I imagine these were at least part of the reasons the group eventually disbanded in 2015. The agency's official statement was that discussions with members started even in 2014, and that all members had agreed to disband. As hard as it must've been, I think the short stint as a K-pop group member had not an insignificant role to play in his career trajectory. Perhaps it helped him gain clarity on what he didn't want to be doing in the next step of his career. Perhaps it propelled him to experiment with different creative skills that he is known for now. In any case... Even before the boy group chapter of his life ended, DPR Ian was already well into forming a more permanent path in his musical career, founding his crew DPR and doing a 180 on his public identity. According to their website, Dream Perfect Regime, DPR, is an independent, multi-genre, music, and video group." Each person specializes in their own niche, but at the end of the day, they emphasize collaboration no matter whose final work they're collaborating on. They are a group of friends, experimenting, and working outside the typical roadmap Korean artists tend to adopt for their projects and for promoting them, that is, No TV appearances, minimal media coverage, and interviews. The core members of the group all have the prefix DPR in front of the names, like DPR Ian, DPR Live, DPR Rem, DPR Cream, and DPR Klein. But here, we'll focus on DPR Ian and rapper DPR Live's relationship that seems to have culminated into forming the DPR gang. In an Esquire Korea interview on YouTube, DPR Ian and Live talk about how they got connected before forming the group. All the way from Guam, DPR Live had seen Ian breakdancing as B Boy BU on YouTube and tried to connect. But DPR Ian says he dismissed Live as just another person who had reached out showing interest in his popular dance videos. So the two only met after both of them had landed in Korea not long after. This time, D. Ian had seen a clip of Lies rapping and reached out, giving his number to, at least back then, a complete stranger. Once they met though, they became close, sharing songs and ideas, and from what it sounds like, dreaming together, of one day producing something spectacular. And once DPR-Ian had met Scott Kim, the future DPRM, they were ready to step out into the world together. As a group, DPR released their first work with Lives Till I Die in August of 2015, according to their official Instagram account. The date is interesting, because DPR-Ian was technically still a member of C-Clown then, C-Clown only officially disbanded two months later in October. This overlap uh, makes me believe that DPR-Ian, Live, and Rem must have been making full use of the time they had and preparing hard for the timely launch of DPR. And so, with the birth of DPR, the former C-Clown member Rome was able to become DPR-Ian but not quite in the same way fans remembered him by. In the idol group days, DPR Ian, or Rome back then, once producing videos for his team C-Clown on the side, but he was still very much in front of the camera as the leader of the K-pop boy group. When he started DPR though, he flipped things around and chose to take his place behind the camera instead. DPR Ian took on the role of director and editor of the team's videos. This includes experimental music videos for DPR Live and striking brand collaborations with Nike, Adidas, and Adobe. A video I would particularly recommend is a short visual film called Eyes of DPR in partnership with Eyes Magazine that acts like a trailer of the DPR crew members, their thoughts, and their vision, with full-on DPR-Ian cinematography. DPR-Ian directed and edited music videos outside of the DPR collective as well. Some of the more well-known ones might be Mino's Body and Bobby's Haul Up, both in 2016, and Taeyang's Wake Me Up in 2017. But the most personal and artistic videos he has done so far are perhaps for his own debut album, released in 2021. Which brings us next to Mido. Mido, which stands for mood swings in this order, is the name of D.P.R. Ian's first album, but also the name of another identity he assumed for this project. As the artist himself explains it, Mido is a darker version of himself, a character that was born out of his experience with bipolar disorder. Each of the eight tracks shows a different side of Mido, starting with an entrance music for the character. There are a number of ways the album draws you into this Mido universe in a multidimensional way. First of all, there's a 13-minute documentary-style video called Memories in Disorder with Ian or Mido narrating throughout, introducing the album and each of the tracks with behind-the-scenes footage. I'll encourage you to check that out for an introduction to the album straight from the artist himself. And then there are the three music videos that, in true DPRE and fashion, are stylized and edited to fit right into the melody, rhythm, and mood of each song. And finally, there's the physical album. The cover is made of heat-sensitive material, and the drawings and writings on the cover are only revealed when exposed to heat. There's also a cracked mirror on the inside, like the one used in Ian's photoshoots for Mido, that is a small but powerful detail that makes you engage with the album concept. The whole experience of the Mido album, not forgetting that all the tracks are in English, not Korean, seems to have appealed to international listeners. DPR as a whole, and DPR-Ian specifically, limit their media coverage, but despite that, the Mido album debuted at number 17 in the week of March 2021 on Billboard's Emerging Artists chart, and debuted at number 5 on Billboard's Key Seekers Albums chart. I would be remiss if I didn't highlight the fact that the success of Ian's album, as well as other DPR members, is the outcome of the entire DPR crew, and not just Ian's or a single member's work. And it's probably to the credit of the entire crew that DPR Ian and Live were able to join the lineup of Asian artists who took part in the soundtrack for the first Marvel movie with an Asian superhero as the lead Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. DPR, Ian and Live perform the track Diamonds, Tea, Pearls, marking their names on an album for none other than a Marvel film. They are joined by several others in becoming the first Korean artists to take part in a Marvel soundtrack album. The founder of 88 Rising, a media company with a focus on Asian artists that produced the Shang-Chi album, is quoted in a New York Times feature, saying that DPR-Ian and Live are quote, two of the most exciting artists coming from Korean R&B, end quote. Before 88 Rising brought in DPR into the Shang-Chi album, they also invited the crew to perform at their Head in the Clouds concert back in 2019. The concert was cancelled in 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but returned in November of 2021, with both DPR Ian and Live in the lineup alongside other 88 Rising artists and high-profile Korean artists like CL and BB. The concert was also DPR Ian's first live performance of his songs from the Mido album, marking his onstage debut as an artist. At the time of this recording, towards the end of June 2022, DPR has announced their global tour dates for the year, and DPR Ian is promoting the upcoming release of a second album, where his Mido persona is set to make a comeback. There seems to be a lot more that DPR Ian has in store for fans. Although his music videos and Instagram posts tease out a bit of his skills in dance and playing various instruments, he's yet to showcase them fully in his performances. And especially as he and DPR get more international exposure, there's bound to be collaborations with more artists to look forward to. As always, I'll be on the lookout for what today's featured artist and his crew does next. In the meantime, the latest K-pop artist on my radar is Seo Samuel, or Samuel Seo, spelled S-E-O, and his brand of Neosoul. What K-pop artist is in your playlist lately? Reach out and let me know. I'll see you next time.